gentlemen, most podcasts have order and structure. This is what happens when they go off the reels. I am Carl Rowland. With me as always is my co-host, Thomas Danik Cook. Croydon's answer to the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller with his lovely scarf. Thank you. It was a gift. Jo- joining us as guest panellists this show is Smashley Monroe. Yeah! And Lena. And as always, I throw it over to Tom for the news. Well, Carl, as you know, we always like to start the show with a little something we call trailer trash. Trailer trash. A discussion of recent film trailers. These ones aren't so recent because our last show was a little bit further back than normal. These trailers are kind of old, but I felt that they should be described. Thank you very much, Smash. You can lead it. Smash, what did you think about our first trailer, which was Star Wars The Last Jedi? Oh, I didn't know we had to watch that one. <laughs> you just watched it just now. Yeah, I know, I'm taking the piss. It's called Being Funny Tom. Um, oh, really? Sorry, it's kind of hard to tell. Carry on. I was quite intrigued by it, to be honest. Okay, cool. But also a little bit like... Yeah. Happy child. Kind of a bit... Nothing like, really happens? Well, no, it was, it was more the fact of that it said The Last Jedi, and I was like, really? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's just got to a point now where it's almost overdone, and I'm a little bit worried that this is going to literally kill a love... It's okay. not going to... I mean, we no, know we've got... No, personally for me... Well, okay, sure. But personally oh, right. for me, is I think it's almost been overdone. Are now. we over-satirising Star Wars? Is that what you're saying? Because we're getting all the spin-offs as well, and... I can appreciate the spin-offs, but other than the fact that there's not much left of the characters... Oh, you cause... mean the core song? Yeah, because they are... We're kind of running out of chapters. Everyone's here. dying. <laughs> Everyone's dying. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, I Carrie know. Fisher... I took one out for high time. The, uh, where there was talk... I, I think Smash Man actors playing the characters not... Characters in the movie. Well, actually, just as a side note, in terms of Carrie Fisher, there's been talk recently about whether or not she was going to be in. I don't what I episode don't nine. Got, yeah, episode nine. Um, whether they're going to like use bits of footage that haven't been used CGI. or CGI, Princess Leia and um, Carrie Fisher's brother apparently gave the okay for it, mm-hmm. and then the director was like, "Well, it doesn't matter if you give the okay for it. We're not going to do it." Um, but just in terms of the trailer, I do agree the trailer's a bit kind of... Nah. I mean, I know it's a teaser trailer, but... Lena, were you equally as overwhelmed? <laughs> Under. Under. Whelmed. That was being funny, Bob. Anyway. Why can't you just be well? I haven't seen the last two movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... You haven't seen the last two? No. <laughs> what the... F- okay, that's fine. That's fine. Burn her! <laughs> but, but she doesn't even go here. <laughs> but yeah, again, it didn't offer much, and but I am interested to see how they would use the Leia character mm-hmm. if that happened. But this trailer just didn't offer much at all. I, thought. I mean, it is a teaser trailer. Teaser mm. trailers are not supposed to be trailer trailers. You're not going to get too much. It's just something to well, basically tease you. Carl, were you teased or were you just kind of left? I'm going to go with what the general consensus on this panel is. Nah. I mean, nothing it's, really It, it didn't show really anything. Really... With the teaser for episode 7 at least showed you some stuff you hadn't seen before. You know, like the uh, free-plonged lightsaber, stuff like that. Oh, this trailer oh. just saw people fighting in the distance. Again, it's what I saw earlier. The trailer didn't actually give away too much. Finally, yeah, but something... Oh, wait, I'll reveal oh, or something would be better than oh, just people trailing. It doesn't actually give away... So, in terms, so did you like the teaser trailer? Based on the fact that it told you nothing. I mean, would you like it to do any more than that? No, that's, 
No, but I'm saying as, 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 as I was communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we had. But I, show, I feel like too much, too things. often that uh, trailers uh, too, they give way too much major plot points or major like uh, jokes from a comedy or whatever. Character reveals. They, 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 they give away too much these days in trailers, and that's why I actually liked that trailer because it was so cut and like. Yeah. Like, plot point, plot point, done, nothing. What plot point? We, we just get a kind of... I miss those. They give away, like, certain points in the movie, like, uh, obviously, Ray getting trained by... Uh, she gets a little David treat. Uh, but you don't actually know anything mm-hmm. about what's going to happen in this film. And, and that is what I want for a trailer. Yeah. I want to go in, I want that, that, that sense of... A discovery, discovery, a discovery or a realization. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I, I am glad that Stu Green sent his envoy for this show. Yeah, no, no. My my point, uh, just referring back to what you were saying. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want too much in there. But for the matter of fact, is that it's a completely different generation of cinema goers now that they need to have a little bit more supporting evidence of how good the saga is. Because at the end really? of the day, like, yeah, no, I know a lot of people that have started watching these without viewing the original I mean, ones. Hands up, who hasn't seen the I, Star Wars I, I films? I find that a little bit. So there are people. So there are people that haven't seen it. So for the people that, in the audience, you're not, there's someone who hasn't seen Star Wars. And just just, just to remind people, just really? remind people, this is only a teaser trailer, so don't expect we'll, we'll get a full blown trailer that goes more into the story. I don't want to refer to that though. I like I like what it is. As Comic Con uh, San Diego Comic Con is next month, that's most probably when you're gonna get yeah. a full trailer. Now before I move on to the next trailer, I just wanna say we are told something in this. Like Luke Skywalker explicitly says, you know, like basically, I wanna end the Jedi Order. Yep, and they'll be the reborn. We're told, only bit of information we're told, and frankly, I'm a little bit annoyed at Luke Skywalker because he had one job in Return of the Jedi. To, to return the Jedi. The Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> so far, as far as I'm aware, he's trained no Jedi. No, he, 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 he did. He, 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 he trained a bunch of them. Kylo Ren then killed a lot. Yeah, well, Kylo Ren failed as a Jedi, so technically he's trained no Jedi. And, and what's he say? Oh, it's time to win the Jedi. It's like, it's like, it's it's it. Yes, that's true. But yeah. in uh, the books, very sorry. Well, Please don't tell me you just went in the expanded universe. Well, in the expanded universe. This is not expanded universe. Like okay. Stuff was written before. Next trailer! Okay, fine. We've got demands for next trailer. Unless there was a. You at the back, young chap. I was going to say one thing. Isn't, what's the point of a trailer? Isn't it supposed to be. Let's not open that bag of words. No, 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 no. Let's open that. This is my point. It's supposed to be to make you want to go and watch the film. Yes. Don't give away too much. This is my point. So if it doesn't do that, then it's fine. Yes, essentially. But why would you say trailers give away too much these days? They reveal too much. Trailer tracks! Okay. Showing a little bit of leg. Yeah, it's a teaser trailer. It's supposed to be. Okay, second trailer. Is this any better? Kingsman Golden Circle. Now, I actually liked Kingsman. I I thought I was going to hate Kingsman. I'm with you. I thought I was going to hate Kingsman. Okay. Then I watched it and it turned out to be oh, really fucking funny. I thought it was going to be another Johnny English, but it was really good. Members of the panel. Okay, I'll start with Liam this time. What did you think of the sequel trailer for Kingsman I really liked it I'm yeah. really excited for the second film but yeah. I'm also worried they're going to screw it up like they do most films like I don't know sequels. I mean these are these are the people Carl am I right thinking these are the people they, they did Kick-Ass Mark they, Miller wrote Kick-Ass Secret he, Service yeah and did he do Kick-Ass 2 as well 
Because Kick-Ass um, 2 was he wrote, good, he wrote, was He it? did write a comic book sequel called Kick-Ass 2 Balls to the Wall, but the movie is so not So what I don't want is the Kingsman equivalent of Kick-Ass 2, where it goes a little bit too far and there's a little bit There is no good. sequel to Secret Service. They, he, there was, it was only a, a four-issue miniseries. Mm-hmm. But um, Mark Miller was um, did write a draft of this script, which has a lot of the content has kept it. Smash your thoughts. Hi, on Kingsman, Golden Circle. Yeah, um, your name. Impressive cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good returning cast. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fact that you have re- returning characters. It's very important that we were discussing earlier on that. I love how this is kind of handling a very stereotyped British hero, iconic as in almost James Bond type. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it has a bit more heart to it. Mm-hmm. Which you don't really see too much in Bond, other than some of the recent ones like Skyfall and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a really good homage. Homage. Look at that word. No, Seven dollar words in this no, podcast. No, I just right. no. I was just saying that it was it was nice to see returning characters, but then also people like Jeff Bridges, which. It's Jeff fucking Bridges. Jeff Bridges can't do any wrong, And really. Channing Tatum, again, Channing Tatum's kind of stepped up to the mark in the last couple of movies where he's not just getting naked, which sucks. But, you know, I can appreciate... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he's contractually obliged to in every movie. Oh, I hope so. He's actually... Um, uh, what film was he in where he teamed up with Jonah Hill? Um, 21 John Street, 22 John Street. He's actually surprisingly good at comedy, mm. uh, yeah. Channing Tatum, playing the, the dumb jock action guy. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him in this. Yeah. And it's a good send-up. And like I said, I thought when I saw the first Kingsman, it was going to be a bit Johnny English, a bit spy-hard, you know, just a spoof. And actually, they're really good follow-up to Bond films while still being in tongue-in-cheek. It manages to have its cake and eat it. Yeah, they've given a, a, a kind of twist to something that's quite iconically mm-hmm. British. Yeah. And But it, it's that, kind of that, made that, it... That um, fucking taxi cab that goes... Yeah. The sub- yeah, I mean, just just watching from some of the scenes, it, it has a lot of iconic imagery, which I think is great mm-hmm. to kind of bring to the screen. Because, you know, you get a lot more jet-setting movies and everything. It's quite nice to see something set within mm. the UK. And well, a bit about Brexit. <laughs> well, com- completely outside of the UK, we're now going to go to Thor... Is it Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Welcome to Ragnarok. What the fuck is Ragnarok? <laughs> what the fuck is Ragnarok? I did that. Here, <laughs> for those of us who don't read comics, Carl, what, the, what is Ragnarok? What is Ragnarok? Well, Ragnarok. For, for those of you who know your Norse mythology, which Ragnarok. is where it actually comes from, Ragnarok is the end times of Asgard. It's basically oh, the end of Asgard. Odin dies and um, then Ragnarok ends. Wolf, the giant wolf eats the moon. Actually, that's actually 100 percent true. (laughs) Okay, well, okay. This trailer, I was blown away by, and Carl, you know I hate comic movies, but I was like, I have to see this. This looks fucking awesome because everyone was kind of, you know, all through the last Captain America film, everyone's like, oh, where's Thor? Where's Hulk? Apparently, this is where they've been. Yeah. Fucking Gladiator. With Gladiator Arena, Arena yeah, which is a throwback to the old school 70s fucking, you know, font coming up. It looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's but what be... the fuck is it about? What you want? What? I know it's about Ragnarok. <laughs> Basically, a wolf's gonna eat the moon, and then Thor's gonna fight Hulk in some arena. Oh, and uh, just, okay, sorry. Um, so who wants to say you? So basically, they're combining. Uh, Am I going to give four, my opinion on any of these trailers? You, you have your opinion. They're combining two comics. Well, mine's my own show. Which is the end times for four, with the uh, hero and all this shit goes on. It's like the end times happens. Yeah, yeah. They're combining that with World War Hulk. So. Uh, Planet Hulk. Sorry. Well, Planet Hulk probably, and 
Hopefully it ends up well. If they do World War Hulk, I'll be so happy, but I'll never do it. I'll literally be just coming again. All right, Carl, Carl. Oh, sorry, sorry, Karen. So, yeah, so basically what I do is play a Hulk, as uh, I was uh, corrected. Basically, what ends up happening is like in the the storyline where they have uh, the Avengers and what else, fucking. Like, uh, so the Avengers are going off doing their separation, thing. Basically, the separation happened between the uh, the Deadly uh, War, where they were like, wait, wait, you have to be either out Civil of war. Era, to war or you're not. So that's that's what happens. Okay. The Hulk, they go, fuck, he's like some crazy superpower, like, we need to get rid of him. Because he's like a fucking. Carl, am I right remembering they basically. Do they even stick to Hulk, Hulk in a rocket? It's basically a nuclear weapon, so they're right, we're gonna fucking fire him off to a fucking planet somewhere. So that's what happens. Cool. So in. Right that's the premise. Kind of mm-hmm. merging where Hulk gets fucked off somewhere else. Yeah. Hulk gets fucked off somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Hulk, yeah. Hulk gets fucked off. He gets fucked off. Hulk gets fucked off. Thor goes off to do some Norse shit. And then yeah. Thor and, uh, <laughs> and Thor gets fucked off too by someone else. Asgard yeah. gets attacked again. Yeah. Loki turns up. Somebody with antlers. Some crazy bitch with antlers Hell. turns up. Hell. And um, yeah. and then and then Jeff Goldblum. Organizes gladiators. Yes, yeah. he's the gra- everything about this sounds cool. He's the grand. Jeff Goldblum's character is the grand master, who's the brother of the collector from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. That's why they have the blue line. Okay, well, you're you're my go-to comic person. I've gone down the line, but let's start with you. Good trailer. I love this trailer so much. The right. helmet looks cool. This is a this is a trilogy movie, and I don't care how dirty that sounds. The helmet looks cool. This is a podcast. This is a third part of a trilogy. This trailer looks too awesome to be a third part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. But I just love the line. It, it, it's perfect. I even use it as a tagline in my own other podcast, which is, um, it's cool. He's a friend from work. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I don't like. I love it I'm so like, much. I can't imagine Norsegård talking like he's in the breakfast club. You are aware this is being directed by Takawai Hiti, yeah. who did do what we, what we do in the shadows. I was expecting that kind of dialogue. Yeah, that, okay, okay, sorry, next down the line. I loved it, I thought yeah. it was brilliant. I've seen the first two the, the alone, cinema. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm please. definitely going to see this one as well. Excellent. And you, the boob toucher. Mm-hmm. Do, do we, don't forget, forget the boob, the trailer. Do we like the trailer? I fucking, fucking... I hated it. No, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't. No, no. Oh, I, the, the one thing that I, I loved was just the look of this. Again, we, Lena and I were talking earlier on. I oh, love the whole fact that it kind of hails back to when hero movies were just hero movies. Yeah. And it also has a kind of a, I don't know, I think, I think it just refers back to my childhood where it had a bit more of a certain level of naivety. Obviously, by nowadays, we're all been a bit more scarred and... Um, you know, kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Open to horrors, and there's, there's a lot more sensitive, mm-hmm. sensitive material. Yeah. And it just kind of made me feel that kind of like, yeah, what oh, hero, I'm going to fight and... Uh, yeah, good all for hero, good, maybe. that sort of thing. And I, I was really yeah. pleased with that. It was nice to see something. Yeah, because Civil War's been quite sort of serious. The DC films are quite grim. And this is just kind of like, oh... It's nice it to have just, a bit of fun. Yeah, it just looked. It just looked, and it kept my attention. Did you Did you guys just notice on this podcast that DC Comics was mentioned, and there was nothing in the audience? 
I think you'll find that last year's DC uh, income for comics was mar larger than Marvel's, and also that Suicide Squad won an Oscar. For fuck's sake, we're moving on from trailers. Let's just okay. do it, Death, Death, Death Stars. Quickly moving on to Death Stars, because I don't want to run out of time. Okay, two... Actually, like three people... Death Stars. Two, yeah, well, three people I want to mention, especially. Okay, uh, Dom Rickles. Yeah. Jonathan Dean and Michael Parks. No! Uh, Don Rickles is uh, Don Rickles has starred in a whole number of uh, old war movies, yep. but is probably best known as the voice of Mr. Potato Head. Yes, he was. In the Toy Story movies. Yeah. Didn't you see the, all the pictures of the crying Mrs. Potato Head on Facebook? Oh, no, I don't know. Plus you. Plus don't don't remember the angry eyes out. Jonathan Dean directed Silence of the Lambs amongst other films and of course Michael Parks and is fucking Michael Parks so Michael um, Parks. panelists uh, just a brief word if anything on, on these Death Stars if you're going to smash and go down sucks 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 Nina sucks I concur Carl I know Don't you suck. want to talk about Michael Parks Michael Parks so get though, out of folks and just to steal one of Dan's lines, we're never going to get Michael Parks in recreation. <laughs> but Michael Parks... He's the best show ever. I mean, I, I love him in Red State yeah. and Tusk. He was awesome in Red State, yeah. But everyone, the most iconic role he's known for is the opening scene of From Dusk Till Dawn. He's, mm -hmm. the, he's the police officer that comes in. He plays a police officer in a couple of... He, he plays the there, same yeah. police officer in Kill Bill because mm -hmm. he investigates yeah. uh, Beatrix Kiddo's murder. Well, murder. Murder. <laughs> Well, those are sad stories. Excuse me. Heckler's at the back there, now in the front. <laughs> I'd like to move on to our first proper story. And this is the story, uh, this is continuing on with Marvel's, not Marvel, Marvel's got their own expanded universe. This is Universal Monsters Expanded Universe Territory. Oh, okay. Coming back yes. to this as much as it, it pisses me off. Um, <laughs> but this one's interesting. This is about the no. Bride of Frankenstein, a much... Um, highly praised, but in a weird kind of way, undervalued. Yeah, I did jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know. Know. Home. I did jazz hands. Visual jokes on Frankenstein podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reason why I love this is because um, the Bride of Frankenstein is one of the most iconic of the old school monsters. You know, you know, she has her hair. Everyone, you know, everyone knows she that has hair. hair. She has the hair. Fuck, she has hair. She has her she hair. Keep <laughs> up. Interrupting. She's got a lot of hair. She's got a lot of hair, standing up hair. Um, she's the costume is the, the costume is iconic, but in terms of actual screen time, the Bride of Frankenstein has literally no screen time in her own film. No fucking proper dialogue. Um, but she's up there. Whenever we have the classic horror busts of you know, there's Boris Karloff, there's Belugas. You always had the Bride of Frankenstein, but um, it's. It's this, it's this status of this cult that's kind of come out of nowhere. So this is one of the only ones of the Universal Monster reboots that I'm actually looking forward to. Is anyone on the panel looking forward to the concept of the Bride of Frankenstein reboot? I would, so seeing that her last cinematic outing was voiced by Fran Drescher in Hotel Transylvania. So mm. anything to get that taste out of my mouth. <laughs> that's what Fran said. Yep. Um, I think it's one of those yep. things that with the iconography of it being so you know fucking up there you know it's it's going to be a very 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 fine line of making it awesome or making it a load of bollocks yeah so i would say i'm quite in interested it would be great to bring something again 
uh, that we haven't seen in our generation to the cinema in a proper horror mm-hmm. monster movie sort of way. But also, it's very, very dangerous, the fact that it's just going to be a bag of shite. Well, here's the thing. To, the put, guy it, who's <laughs> the, to put it so succinctly. Put that person, on your poster. The person who's directing it <laughs> is the person who has just directed the Beauty and the Beast live-action film, which a lot of people... Oh, going to be shit. A lot of people were not looking forward to. But then a lot that of people, was not shit. A lot of people, yes. since they've seen it, okay, did it. you like the Beauty and the Beast? Yes, I did. And you like the Beauty the and the Beast. And you like the Beauty and the Beast. And you like the Beauty and the Beast. No, not you, not you. And you're all seeing Beauty and the Beast. And can I just say, not only did this guy direct the live-action Beauty and the Beast, which has had high praise, he also directed the autobiography of um, James Whale uh, Gods and Monsters oh who obviously he directed Bride of Frankenstein no he, yeah yeah he did he directed Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein so this, in terms of directors this is a good pedigree this is somebody that knows the source material respects the source material this isn't going to be that fucking wrote the theme tune film. sung the theme tune and a lot of people said with the new Beauty and the Beast Belle isn't just this damsel in distress who gets Stockholm Syndrome this is this is somebody who took took the source material and updated it. So you know, can this person up Lena? Can this person update the Bride of Frankenstein and make it more than just um, uh, an a- anecdote at the end of her own movie? I hope so because she's just incredible. She looks amazing. She's like you said, she's hair. iconic. That is awesome. Did I mention the hair? Yeah. More than once. <laughs> But again, it's like a groove smash. It's going to end up. It might end up being a bag of it shit. It might end up being shit. But the reason I mentioned Gods the reason and they're called classics is because the they're classics. Good pedigree, mm. good director, and like I said, originally the the bride has this status, but in the film she doesn't do anything. So this might be the first time the bride of Frankenstein actually has a personality and has a point. But that's mm. the that's the risk. I mean, apart from being a trophy wife. Yeah, yeah trophy wife. You can be something other risk. than a trophy wife. For if a you don't include the correct kind of personality for her mm-hmm. that's what will ruin it because obviously you have a certain it's like when you look at David Beckham it's beautiful and he opens his mouth and you're like what the fuck <laughs> and that's what I'm afraid of is that yeah. you can look at her and be like oh it's Bride of Frankenstein and know straight away but whatever sort of scenario or plot they kind of put her in that will then forever taint that iconography and that's what I'm worried about so is it better to have the Bride of Frankenstein as a bit of an enigma a bit like the creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. we don't know what they're thinking no I, I don't want to have that then I don't want to know everything because it's just alright Zoidberg maybe it begins carry on you really want me to find sorry I'm Okay, no, 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 count, please. No, 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 it's all right. No, no, what, what, what happened there with the Zoidberg? No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just, I was getting to a point. And okay, that's good. So don't worry, right. Okay, well, if you're excited about that, you must be truly excited about Labyrinth 2. What? Oh, no, what? No! no. 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 Thought that would wake you up. Baby, shut your mouth. Okay, so every every couple of years, the rumor mill. Every couple. Every couple of years, the rumor mill will kick out the idea of labyrinth being remade or labyrinth sequel or labyrinth prequel. We nope. David Any... Bowie is turning in his grave. Perfect timing. And a backing track. And the eyeliner. Oh. Now, did anybody like either Don't Breathe or the remake of Evil Dead? 
Yes. Remake no. of Evil Dead caught well, as good points. Reimagining of the remake. The one that came out a couple of years ago. Not yes. Oh, fuck that. No, no. no, yes. no, no, no. Okay. Well, in that case, um, you, okay. So the director of the <laughs> oh, Evil no, no. Make, go all the Evil Make, <laughs> the Evil Dead remake slash Don't Breathe. That guy. No, don't, 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 he don't is going to be directing Labyrinth Two. Which yeah. <laughs> so it's going to go a bit Dark Crystal. That's what I think is going to happen with this shit. I don't, I don't think you will. I think they need to put it down and step away from the labyrinth box. I don't think there's enough weed in the world for me to enjoy. I don't know if they should remake it. I end up I have a bad feeling about this. Sorry, sorry. One by one, please. One by one. We'll start down here. Whilst I don't necessarily like the idea of a sequel, if you're going to do it, do it with a director that likes practical effects. Actually, yeah, fair enough. He is following on from Sam Raimi. With a puppetry and whatnot. And I think Jim Henson Studios is on board with this. I think mm. this isn't just they a... Should you know, they should not remake it. They should not remake it. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. They shouldn't make a sequel either. But what's I weird about it in terms of a sequel is it, it. they're saying that it's got nothing really to do with the original characters. They're just going back to the universe of the labyrinth. So they're going back to the labyrinth. So it's a and separate the, story. So then. it's a separate story, but there'll be a labyrinth with a bunch of puppets. This sounds like the excuse they're making for the Jumanji sequel. It won't make any sense. Sorry, no one's a Everyone, please. Panellists, panellists. Okay, we, we're getting bits and pieces. We're getting bits and pieces. Lena, please. Fuck no. Lena, fuck no. <laughs> That's like a sort of like... Thank you. No, <laughs> make a fucking bow. I hardly applaud that shit. Woo! <laughs> okay, um, Carl, Labyrinth 2. Um, I'd the like to of... go back to the previous statement. Okay, and but I, won't... I think I know, but Labyrinth 2, yay or nay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm a slut. I'm a slut. <laughs> um, they need to step away before I do open a can of fucking will pass on them. It's not on. Just because they are, as you say, visiting the universe. <laughs> No. They can no. CG no. David Bowie. No. Oh, Get out now. Oh. Get the fuck out, Sam. Are they going to only be CG? Why is it? Why is David Bowie puppet? Why? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Well, get the time travel. Okay, okay, so Labyrinth. Everyone say goodbye to Sid because this is the last time you will see him. Labyrinth 2 is a no, but what if what if we have Jude Law playing a young Dumbledore? No, in a Harry Potter. Dumbledore. Yeah. The young Dumbledore. Dumbledore. I'm not a Harry Potter fan, are you? No. Fucking watch Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Oh, Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore. Sorry. Jude Law to play young Dumbledore in Fantastic Beasts sequel. He's trying to incite violence. Why not? I think he is. I picked the worst stories I can find. I can't point out they've already cast. Jude Law is Dumbledore. Oh, That's what really? he's... Yes, they have. Yeah. They, they've already cast him. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. I'm going to cast him aside. Hey, right. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Jude cast him away. So, basically, like we, all, we all thought that we all thought that the Harry Potter franchise was done, and then they went, we'll have a couple of like, little prequels, and now they've gone the Lucas way of now the virus is spreading, and now... And now we're just going to continue making Harry Potter films that aren't really Harry Potter there films. There was only... They're just, let, let's get this fucking, this, this magical frog's okay. backstory. Let's get this person's backstory, this talking broom's backstory. Basically, they, they, oh, they were, we'll do Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And then on release weekend, oh yeah, we've got like five others ready to do. Like five yeah. other scripts. J.K. Rowling would be book. turning in her grave. She would be rolling. If no, she's she dead. She's, 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 she's a 
Apparently she just keeps rolling, rolling, rolling. She keeps rolling, rolling, rolling. You actually get into Harry Potter's parents. Mm. Before they get killed by Voldemort. <gasps> Voldemort Why kills not? them? Yeah. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, audience participation, Mrs. Brzezinski. Um, or Mrs. Brzezinski. Um, um, this is reviews, actually. Mrs. Reviews. Um, yeah. Can I just ask the panelists and audience, has anyone actually seen Fantastic? Yes. 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 Yeah. It's Harry so, Potter, I was going to watch it. Was that good? Yes. Yes. So, so, so because it's Jude Law. So the sequel and a sequel to that is a yay, but Jude Law is a yay. I still have joy in my heart, Kev. It was a yay. Oh, really? I, I'm not, I'm not sure about Jude Law being Dumbledore. Thank okay. you. But oh, yeah, there's plot holes you can drive a bus for in this movie. Because the new guy, that was when he was expelled from Hogwarts. In the second film, apparently, it explains why he got expelled from Hogwarts and it sees the rise of so the stories, So the story's legit, but yeah. the cast, is it the casting people have a problem with Ben? Is it Jude Law? Is it something about... Leave it. Is it something yeah, about Jude Law being Dumbledore <laughs> that we don't like? <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I think he's perfect casting for Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the younger brother of Stefan Dorf? Oh, that sounds wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back! <laughs> okay, fine. We'll move on from that because I said okay. his name wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... I'm going to ask everyone this. Who would like to play Aladdin? Me! Excellent. No. Because Guy Ritchie is having open auditions for the role of a Aladdin. Aladdin's going to be a geezer. First things it's gonna first. going to be a lad. First things in first, when the fuck did Guy Ritchie get the rights to direct Aladdin? When did the fuck did that happen? Because he's doing, he's doing King who, Arthur at the moment. King Arthur. King Arthur's going to have guys. getting well is and Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Monroe, Disney have the rights, but you know he's yeah, directing it. That's no, what I mean, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. That, that's what I, would, I just wanted to establish who originally had the, yeah. the last set of the rights, because for them to actually put them in the hands of Guy Ritchie, though. Shit must be going Madness. down at Disney. Because I haven't seen the King Arthur film. The poster makes it look like oh. one of those BBC Two dramas where <laughs> they try and sex up like Merlin or something. Yeah. And it just looks... And then reality, it's on the Doctor Who budget and it's all set in Wales and bollocks. Sounds of Anarchy with a sword. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it was filmed in Bromley. <laughs> I thought I recognised the bus shelter. Yeah. <laughs> but it's protection. Come on, it was Wharton on the maze. So, <laughs> so first things first, Guy Ritchie is, is directing Aladdin. Apparently that's a thing. So, so we're that's gonna get, actually we're gonna get a, a geezer. That's been confirmed. That's a thing. But the real story, this must, that must have been a story a couple of months ago. The real story is that Guy Ritchie is saying, rather than get a, somebody I'm a known star, I'm going to do an X-Factor style turn up and do your best Aladdin impression. And so long as you can sing, um, unfortunately, I think you need to be um, Middle Eastern as well, because Guy Ritchie. Well, I'm, I'm okay. School. I don't know about the rest of you. Right there, like come on. And you need to be between eighteen and twenty-two. So it's not open to everyone. What inches? So, 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 so <laughs> open it up. Open it up to this, <laughs> this, this, this room of people who wants to Just play Aladdin. None of us can actually play Aladdin. Well, no, I'm out. <laughs> the dream is dead. What What yes. happened to the good old days of short circuit? Where they just fucking hell. Oh, Can't talk about oh, 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 oh,
Well, I mean, Johnny Five's alive though. No, no one Fly. knew. No one knew it. Was Johnny Five was alive yeah. though. Johnny, yeah. Apparently, but it's all good. Well, Johnny Five Johnny wasn't Fire. a real. Oh, Johnny Five was That's the thing. Yeah. Um, see, Dream Crusher. Realistically, is this a publicity <laughs> car? Is this a publicity stunt just to get people interested in live-action Aladdin? I don't think so. You think Guy Ritchie's like? I just, I just hire anybody. Anyone who turns up. This ain't just one of the To be fair, he's most. Is he just trying to be relevant again? Well, he's trying to. He's trying to move on from King Arthur. Yeah, move on from King Arthur and do the real rock and roller. But I mean, go back to your roots. Just do what you know. I mean, a lot of Arthur that you cry in front of that everyone's been waiting for. uh, Who's going to play the genie? Do you know who's going to play the genie? I don't know. Will Smith is apparently. (laughs) This is my next story. Connected. He's not confirmed to play the genie, but he has shown interest. Would everyone stop leaving the oh, fucking room? It's a right to blow no, him can't up. No, I can't leave two shows in a row. Can I, apparently it's okay to blue him up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, blew up a black man, but... Oh, yeah. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> we don't! We don't! We said out loud. You can't, you can't blow up a black man. That's just not blow up. Yeah, you said he blew him up. I know, I know! When Jafar turns into a genie, he turns red. So blue's not the natural colour of genie. Jafar at the moment is not being discussed. The only characters that have been discussed thus far, Carl has Carl has died of embarrassment. Um, no, I, think, I think you'll find that's wrong. Uh, Susan Boyle has been cast as Jafar. Fuck. What? My beard would help. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, no, Susan's Boyle is. I would like to move down the panel with the idea of Will Smith being really interested in playing the genie. Um, Smash. Like what is it? What is it with all the gesticulation at me? Is I it? just like hand gestures. You look really nervous. Yeah, you do. I'm really fucking nervous. Go ahead. Facts <laughs> <laughs> will point out. Um, it's, it's almost. It's on that point of a being completely absurd and ridiculous that it could almost be genius. I I, I it's honestly. Genius. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Genie, genie. Oh, you did? Oh, I actually did. Great. Carry on. Um, yeah, it's like I say, it's that borderline. It's either going to be fucking epic or fucking I'm, I'm going home at that sort of moment. So I'd, I'd be intrigued. You said that word earlier, intrigued. Excellent. Lena, the reason why I've mentioned these two things side by side, other than being about the same movie, which makes it a lot easier. Um, so one story is about getting an unknown... Anybody, anybody could play Aladdin. So getting an unknown person. Uh-huh. The other one is getting a star. And a lot of people complain. For example, with Suicide Squad, when Will Smith was cast as Deadshot, everyone was like, "Why? You just you, you, the only reason Will Smith has been put in Suicide Squad is because he's a big name actor." So that's why this this Aladdin is a little interesting enigma in terms of like what Hollywood's trying to do. It's like so you're trying to both get a the star appeal by Will Smith potentially, and be saying, "Oh, we're not we're not all about the big stars because anyone can play Aladdin." I mean, is that's what I'm saying? Is this a publicity stunt? Well, how do you feel about this double whammy? I like the idea of having an unknown, because how else do people get to be stars when all yeah. the other ones die? You know, people um, complain about Hollywood. They say, yeah. "Oh, it's so elitist." We're well, now we're going to give anyone a chance. But as far as Will Smith being the genie, it's just going to be Will Smith being Will Smith, but blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Will Smith is best at playing Will Smith. Mm-hmm. He does it well. 
He does do it well. He, does he probably, play he probably does it better well. than anyone else I know. If they say an unknown, doesn't that Wilson mean Will Smith? I thought that's a character. Like, it's just... If they if they want to get an unknown, they could get Jaden Smith. Yeah, I was going to say Will Smith. There you go. But what about his amazing tweets? Now, Mr. Rowland, your final thoughts. As long as as he does a rap in the middle of the movie, (laughs) I'm all cool with it. He needs to do the soundtrack and then it's going to be a winner. Now, following on from racism, I would like to bring up... (laughs) 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 Mr. Rowland, I'll leave with you on this, seeing how you clearly want to talk about this subject. Okay, apparently um, there's going to be a film adaptation called Superman vs. KKK. Yeah. What? Yes. Yes. Sorry, sorry. As in the KKK. What? So when you said leading on from racism. I meant carrying on. Sorry. But, uh, sorry, is that a real thing? That's, that's a, real a real thing. thing. Let me put this into some I thought context. Carl yeah. obviously knows about this. <laughs> what the fuck have you been drinking? For people, for people that don't know, um, I think it was Carl, if you correct me when I pass it over, but mm-hmm. Superman had a little radio series in I think either the 30s or the 40s. 30s. Um, this, I think he was an agent of some kind who, some got in, agent, infiltrated the KKK, mm-hmm. learned all their secrets, and then, you know, surprise, surprise, they're a bunch of racists. Um, <gasps> they would fit well here, apparently. Um, <laughs> I resemble that. Right and he, he, approached, he approached the Superman radio show and said, I would like to do a show or, or, or get Superman to take on... Okay, okay, okay. And even though Superman is now revered as this kind, or almost mocked as this stereotypical all-American type hero, back in the day he was seen to be anti, you know, old-school America. He was anti-racism, yeah. and you know, he was all about opportunity for everyone. So the craze of the Superman radio show went, yeah, yeah, we'll do. Uh, I think it's Superman versus uh, Superman versus the Clan. Clan of the Fiery Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Superman does take on the KKK, and this film will actually be, I believe, the story of how that radio show got made. Yes, it's... A, it's, a, it's can you please give me... Can you fill in the blanks? Because I just kind of made some of that. Um, <laughs> it, Tom's actually got... You have got most of the facts there. It was, made, it was a radio series from, from 1935 when they, uh, a guy infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan and then approached the Superman serial to get more... Just basically get a positive press, a press out there about what the, the Klan was actually doing behind closed doors. Because it was very, still very secretive at the time. Yeah, I mean, we take it for granted, because, yeah. you know, with things like, a, was it Anonymous who leaked all the KKK? Yeah. Back in the day, it was a proper secret organisation, and actually, during the 20s and 30s, it was at the peak of its oh, popularity, yeah. so it was considered a proper threat back in the day. Um, and it's hardly surprising, I mean, you know, Captain America, going over to Marvel for a second, was basically invented as a propaganda tool to be anti-Nazi, so yeah. comics, comics did do a lot in terms of tackling this kind of thing. No, they, uh, they t- comics even now do try and t- tackle social issues and that the yeah. time obviously the Ku Klux Klan war was relevant but so yeah um, nowadays apparently they're just ruining it with diversity and females if you listen to the Marvel one of the Marvel VPs too many females <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> too many women too we're going down this road I'm just going down it with everyone now in terms of um, social progress we like to think of social progress as being a relatively new thing Lena um, how do you feel about looking back at the 30s this film about the 30s and 40s and showing comic culture leading the way in terms of tackling racism like, literally, this guy infiltrated the KKK and then approached a comic book radio show and said, let's make let's do people this. aware. Yeah, no, let's make people aware. Um, yeah, I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
and then I don't know a lot about it, so I haven't really got too an answer. serious. Is it a bit kind of? I don't know how that's going to work as a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it is like a factual based thing, then yeah, great, more yeah. documentary style. Yeah, more documentary. I don't think yeah. this will get a thing. I think it's more of a bi- it's more of a biopic. Yeah, I think we're talking about yeah. Then yeah, I think that will yeah. work just for sort of like information's sake mm-hmm. and look at the history of it, blah blah blah, yeah. informing people of that. Then yeah, great. But mm-hmm. if it's just for entertainment's sake, then what's the point? Oh no, I think I don't think I think it'll be as as Carl was saying, it'll be like a biopic documentary mm. type thing. Smash, what are your thoughts on that? No, I see well No, I, I think with this sort of area, it's like I mean, like Carl it, was saying, yeah. uh, the whole point of uh, certain um mediums at that time, not just um comic books and movies and things like that, it was to open it up to the masses mm-hmm. and make things a little bit more accessible in regards to that sort of Area, I think it's it's going to be very difficult to sell it on any other basis. Mm-hmm. Like I think it will possibly end up just being like you say the the documentary sort of thing. I think not the company necessary. that's producing it is a low level one, so I yeah. think they've been given DC's permission. It's not going to get theatrical release. Yeah, be like a time movie. I think it's I think it's just that sort of again, what sort of audience is it going to be catered for, and mm-hmm. um, and what sort of manner is it going to be created to be honest with you is it going to be you know factual based interviews this and that Mm. so I'd be interested to see how they handle it because to be honest with you it's a subject matter I've never really thought of putting in something so again it's opening up a door into a world that you're like oh shit it's comic books again being used for well what's completely different purpose you hit the nail on the head there because everyone thinks of mainstream culture things like comic books things like that as being nerdy and fantasy it doesn't have relevance to the real world and here's an example of, you know, comic books leading, dare I say, leading the trend on tackling quite a serious issue back back in the day when people didn't tackle that kind of no, serious issue. And at the height of the KKK's popularity. Mm-hmm. Finally, I'd just like to finish up on, because it's a little bit serious now. Oh, sorry, was that a point there? Oh, yes, it was. I think it's difficult because I'm sitting in a room of white people who haven't been directly affected or who families haven't been affected by... Oh my gosh. Just, just for the record, I'm totally white. We need to talk about it. <laughs> so, I mean, is it directed at? We, we, I don't think I'm going to be able to say whether it's been sensitively treated because it's not something going to bring up an upsetting past for mm-hmm. me. So I think, you know, for the people who it really could offend and upset, they we're going to have to wait and see. And hopefully there'll be families <coughs> of the people directly involved, involved in the making of the film and not just make it a big movie success on the basis that it's got well, a superman I th- I think thing because it's going to be a and low essentially level... end up being some kind of exploitation thing oh no no because it's a low level like biopic as yeah. Carl said he, I think he hit he also a lot of people hit the nail on the head here okay I like it, is, it is basically going to look at the reality Definitely. of it it's going to be quite a sombre affair mm. um, as we as we round up Carl mm-hmm. um, something interesting has happened in the world of Bond Okay? Alright. And I want to talk about social trends very briefly. We've talked about a little bit with the Superman versus the KKK. Um, Sony, who ha- currently have the distribution rights to Bond, yes. they're, they're, they're about to expi- their distribution rights are about to expire. So any studio now, it's Has up it for grabs. Been, it's been more than five years since um, Spectre? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know if it's been more than five years, but basically, um, yeah. it's it's due to expire soon. Oh, all right, I was going to say because spec they go up five. Usually, it's five years in between yeah. movies before you lose the rights like that. Time flies. Yeah. yeah. And basically, what I'm interested in knowing, just as a way of closing up, because we've talked about how how things have changed, and hmm. we started off talking about um, Kingsman and Smash. You mentioned about how you know Kingsman was good because it's kind of both poking fun at and moving on. 
from Bond's social trends. What can these different studios offer in terms of Bond? Because Bond has changed so much. You go watch an old school Bond film. You go watch. How about like how about expa- expanding the range of casting on James Bond? And I've said this for years. I honestly think that Idris Elba would be amazing as James yep. Bond. Second well, he that doesn't motion. want to play James Bond. Yeah. Idris Elba, I think, would be perfect as James Bond. But apparently, 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 he's not fit for purpose. Apparently, yeah. No, it's just because Sony are in fit. Trump's is not fucking. White enough? Well, I can I just say that I, I, think, just, I, think, I, think, I think he's been fucking perfect. It's the Broccoli family who still own the rights to the, the, the James Bond movies said they, want, they don't want perfect. that kind of casting for the movie. Well, I just Elba and everything else. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just Elba would be fantastic yeah, casting. Yeah, I think But I just Elba has said, pretty, I don't impressive. want to play Bond. And the reason he said it, we no, talked he, about this. He doesn't want to play Bond to be the first black Bond. He wants to play James Bond to be James Bond. So what I would like to ask the panel on a serious note is okay so Daniel Craig we've had Daniel Craig as Bond and he might continue to play Bond but Bond has gone through different stages so Sean Connery's Bond was this old school man's man hairy chest you know slapping women on the bum kind of Bond then we had Roger Moore which was very tongue in cheek and over the top villains Mm -hmm. you know we didn't take him seriously Timothy Dalton was quite a dark Bond (laughs) you know and Pierce Brosnan was this Cheesy, well, yeah. cheesy 90s action Bond. Yeah. You Daniel, forgot someone. You yeah, you forgot did. someone. Are we talking about George Lazenby? Yeah. George Lazenby. The only reason I did mention Lazenby is because Lazenby was a one-off. But if you were going to talk about him, he was the TV movie Bond. But I'm so, just so what? John Hurt was a one-off and I still mention him when I talk about the Doctor. And in terms of Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig was Bond during this weird period where action movies had to be gritty and realistic. So he was more like um, James Bourne Bond. So, if we had to update Bond now, how would Bond be now? Moving down the panel, smash. Okay, you don't have to leave. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be an Instagram star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to Secret Service. Well, I, okay. That's Hashtag, hashtag <coughs> MI6. Well, <laughs> hashtag Q. Just, yeah. just chucking yeah. selfies mid-mission. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give an example of one game. When Daniel Craig started, they well, were trying, Bond, to, base, your standard they were trying to basically copy Jason Bourne. And so he, he had... He had no, like, James Bond chicks. He had no gadgets. He had no quips. He barely ever asked for a martini. And he drank a fucking Heineken. He you did. <laughs> and, um, and then as the films have gone on, Skyfall, I think, got to the point where they were, oh, okay, you know, Bond's going to make a few quips. And he's going to have a gadget. And then, and then we had Spectre, where we went almost back to Roger Moore levels of, he, he, turned, he lands in a parachute and then adjusts his bow tie and shit like that. You know, and we have a Bond girl, we have Bond villains, we have Bond gadgets. But, you know, can we push that too far? What would, what, I mean, we can't have a regular Bond chick anymore. Because that would be... We can't so, have, what, do you, want a, do, you want a, do you want a Bond dude a bond instead? Chick. Yeah, we can't have... The, the days of pussy galore have gone. We can't have <laughs> old, school, old school Bond gadgets. Don't make sense anymore. So, so what, what... Is Bond dying? Or can Bond be resurrected? Oh, why, why, be does, why, do, why do we have to modernise Bond? I mean, Bond's okay. a character that could work very well if we've been making him back a 60s spy again. Mm-hmm. But, I, like I said earlier, I think we've almost been desensitised for things like that, where people won't pay to go see a movie for something they could easily get on Netflix. And I think going back to that phase would necessarily just hammer the last nail in the Bond coffin. Mm. I, think, I think if it's going to be done, it needs to be literally... Pulled from the fucking roots and started again. Well, you know what killed that the original run of James Bond? It was Austin Powers. 
yeah. poking so much fun at that kind of British it, spy. It, made ruined, it, it ridiculed a, a set iconic character, yeah. which, you know, it, it did its job at that point. But I think... That's, I think why, that's why Daniel Craig refuses to work with my mind. <laughs> I, I, think, I think, to be honest, Smash, that's kind of already happened because with Daniel Craig, they pressed the restart button. Yeah, Senior no. Royal was supposed to be Bond's first mission. So it's almost like they're one step ahead of you. They've already said, we know that Bond is aged and we need to update him. We're sorry for that. We're going to try. And they're slowly getting there and merging the old ideas of Bond being a bit cheesy with not being too cheesy. Um, if, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to throw it open to the audience. You, sir. They'd like to say something. You, Madam. Thank you, sir. They peaked with Skyfall, which included all the little jokes about the old old films with Q going to uh, Bond saying, oh, we don't really go in for that in Q branch anymore, and him, and all the jokes about Bond being old and things yeah. like that, bringing in the classic car again. It was awesome. It's like, yes, we're back to bed. And then they brought in Skyfall. Where they had you mean Blo Spectre? Spectre, yeah. where Blofeld didn't wear socks. I mean, it was all kinds of craziness. Blofeld <laughs> yes. had locals with no socks. Blofeld went hipster. And then, like, how Spectre was controlling everything, including characters from the previous Daniel Craig franchise. And you're like, well, no, that's at, at odds with everything. They peaked, they fucked it up. I don't know what they're going to do. We've only got literally two minutes, so. We so, haven't so, even got so, that. So, no, 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 just a second. Why is it called Wild Life? Could you imagine a Bond film based upon him being a real life person? An actual like, spy. An act, no, based upon his base desires, what he does, this, you know, MI5 fucking motherfucker. Every now and again, you're a Bond film. Mm -hmm. Could you, could you imagine if they actually done it as a, like an actual, like, you know, tried to be true to life? But like, yeah, he's a womanising. Do you remember in, in GoldenEye when fucker who works for the fucking art government? In GoldenEye when Trevelyan brings oh, up. I was about to say, bring back Trevelyan. Tre Trevelyan's like you know you know dry, drink a dry martini to make up all those you know those women who have died in your care, and it really hits. Or every now and again, a villain will poke fun at the fact that that's he's lost two wives. Two wives have died. Bond Bond as an actual. Let's look at Bond. Alcohol, alcohol as a Bond alcoholic. Could you imagine a Bond from like that? You know. Every now and again, M will bring up the fact that you're you're a bit of a dinosaur. Yeah. The, you know, you're, you're out of touch so, with the, the but new you world. Imagine an entire film based on that character. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson as James Bond. <laughs> but a Jeremy Clarkson we could like, not one he's a dick. So, uh, I'd not um, <laughs> like a, a James Bond di um, directed by uh, the guy who did Twelve Years of Slave and Shame. So like Shame meets James Bond. Shame was about sexual addiction with Michael Fassbender and Kerry Mulligan. But with a volcano layer. Yes. Yeah. With a volcano yes. layer. Um, panelists, to round it up. Lena, Smash, we've had your thoughts. Lena, your thoughts on how... Who... I mean, what's the future of Bond? How, what, what can they do with Bond that would keep it going in the modern world? Personally, I love classic Bond, the womanised alcoholic who's too old yeah. to carry on, but then he feels he has to prove himself, mm -hmm. so he does that one mission that does it, and then everyone loves him again. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you, like you said, they've gone full circle. They've started again, they've fucked it up. Where do you go now? I'd back like to, to see moon. it go, I'd like to see it go back to Bond. original well, classic Bond. That's why I like the fact that we started with Kingsman, and we kind of, you mentioned Smash with Kingsman about how that kind of was poking fun but it's doing it in a really good way yeah it's not taking itself too seriously Carl Bond no. for the future 
How would we sell Bond? Uh, I, I, stick, I've, I, I think set it back in the 60s or, or split the casting. That's honestly what I think is the only way you can really revamp Bond. Okay, yeah. well, we are flat out of time. So we far, are. we finished on you. We're going to come back with you in the second half where we'll be doing the game show element. Yep. Okay, so everybody, you have 15 minutes. Get your drinks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second half of the real the game show element where I'm in charge. Mwahaha! And you can't be that, etc. It's a catchphrase. We start, we're starting off tonight with the Troy McClure game, but let's first see what we're in the prize bag. Tom, what have you bought for your prize bag? Well, normally I do a shit prize bag. Yes, you do. And this time round, to save a bit of money, I went to Poundland, and it turned out they've got really good films in Poundland. It's full of shit, but it's kind of good shit. Yeah, it's not Dawson's chocolate, despite the bag. I do apologise. Oh, Recycling. Yeah, recycling. And obviously, Carl, what's the rule with the bags? You're always up, what, 5p? 5p up. 5p on a bag. So... This is fucking cool. Okay, first film starring Danny Trago. <gasps> Darkness descends. War beneath the streets of New York. <gasps> so this is kind of like the Warriors meets Machete. Oh, Wagner's no. Opus. Like this is. This is no, basically that's so. Three, so it's a bit like a sort of this, this, this news team goes into the abandoned subways of New York to look into the gang culture, you know, Carl. Mm-hmm. And Danny Trego is like the head what, gang person. What was person. that again? Was that the gang culture? I, I, I <laughs> smashed one. I'm all about the hand shit. Yes. Like, look, 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 somebody, you can see the hand shit. Danny Trego, Darkness. Trejo. Trejo. Whatever. Following on from that, because I always like to get a bit of World War Two into my, my segment. War Pigs, starring Dolph Lundgren and Mickey Rourke. This Dolph Lundgren. What did I say? Lundgren. 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 Okay. Dolph. Lundgren. Lundgren. Okay. Lundgren. Basically, Soviet boxer and 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 guy that looks like he's been beaten up by a boxer. Socialist hero. They bait yeah, socialist hero. Basically, this is uh, Dirty Dozen meets Nazi super weapon. So there's this soup, this team of like the worst um, in the American army are sent in. Have you seen all of these? He watches them. Oh fucking! This is amazing. <laughs> this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> this is yeah. This, this basically. It's so fucking awesome. These guys have to. It's the dirty dozen. It's it's all these shit guys in. Um, oh, what, what's the word? Can't remember the word. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> They've been sent in on a suicide mission to destroy a Nazi super weapon, which is like a super cannon. Super cannon. Okay, Dolph Lundgren. Super cannon. Fragilistic. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. And finally, and finally, and this is my. Yeah, three quid. This is my personal favourite. The last showing starring Robert England. Now, Robert England plays. England. England. It's England. 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 Picking. Okay. He plays a projectionist in the cinema. A cinema, an independent cinema that's been shut down because the youth of the day don't go to the cinema anymore. So what he does to get his revenge on the youth of the day is he sets up a little midnight screening so young people go to see it and then, you know, mayhem ensues. Starring Freddy Krueger. That actually sounds legit cool. Along with War Pigs and... Darkness descends. I, I don't think I pronounced any of their names correct, but there you go. Smack what you Make people believe you bought chocolate. That yeah. sounds wizard. Oh, wizard. There, there. 
I can show you what this. I have some Harry Potter. Yes. Harry Potter. And a Wowie Pop. So, sorry, sorry. Who's, who's giving these gifts out? Smash, I did say that. Because but... they're out of my bag. Hello. Another Wowie Pop. <laughs> uh, one is Thomas the Tang and one is Pepper the Pig because all genders are represented. Excellent. And just oh. to fill in that gap, there's an egg. Oh. <laughs> but then I have a bag of something that is apparently popcorn, but I don't care. Um, Great. Then there is a <laughs> Wego book. Yes. Wego with some stickers. And they're there, there. And they're there, there. And then I got. Um, stickers. My, they are my business cards, but they do kind of represent um, two tickets to one of my shows before I actually fuck off to Dubai. Yay. And also because I didn't have a chance to get what I wanted to get for my prize bag, so you can come and see me get naked. Naked! You can't get better off than that. Oh, and you don't have to pay. <laughs> Can I can't keep the egg now? I don't think so. Not that you said it's a prize. I don't think that's how prizes work. You can't just put it in Pikachu one tube. Lena, what have you got? One tube. One tube. One joker egg. Hey! Oh, hey! hey! Everlasting Godstoppers. It's a lie. I thought you were going to go, it's a lie. The complete. 21 Adventures of Hershey's Adventures of Dating! Wow! And also, I've got the three-part comic adaptation of Flesh and Blood, James R. Barr's Crow, starring a female crow figure this time round. A she-crow? She-crow? Needs to be a Nazi. Needs some dog nundrum. Some of you may have noticed the lovely Deadpool drawing above yes. your head. That is one of my prizes this evening. Wow. Who, who, who's Deadpool? <laughs> who's Deadpool? Ryan Reynolds. It's a bit um, like Green Lantern, but um, sexier. I'm going to have an awesome film. Mm -hmm. yeah. In my prize bag, I've got a box of Oreo Thins. Yeah. 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 Some Dinky Deckers. Yeah. Another bag of Harry Bow. And this was actually donated to me from Tammy, who's now worked in the kitchen here, but now works in the kitchen at my new pub. This is the Star Wars Beyond the World of Colouring, an adult Chinese colouring. Wow! But because I know Tom is a huge fan of Christopher Lee, I just wanted to point out the amazing detail <laughs> that they could do for the Christopher Lee picture. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at those cheekbones and that nose. Oh, nice. Boner alert! Boner alert! <laughs> yep, so that is my prize bag for this show. Just for people at home. He actually made a little bookmark to show me that. Yeah. Aww. And I believe it was some sort of cinema ticket. Yes, no, it was a receipt for a cinema ticket. It wasn't even a cinema ticket. You heard it here first. Alright then guys, we're gonna start. Oh, off <laughs> we'll start off tonight with um, Troy McClure Games. So let's find out who we're playing for. Yes. Tom, you have to go first. And I I'm just gonna put out there now, if you pull Emma's name, I swear to god I'm calling collusion. The number is Emma Brzezinski. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's one four six. Yeah! Smash! I'm really, you're not going to win these. One I'm really four sorry. eight. <laughs> one four eight. The Baby Duncan. I'm sorry. One four nine. One four nine. Babe. And now you're playing for. Oh, really? That's that's fine. That's I okay. can live with that. 
So tonight we're starting off with Troy McClure game. Basically, I'm going to give you a name and an actress. They're all actresses this time. Nazis together. I'll give you seven movies that they've been in. You have to buzz in. Tom, where are the horns? We only have two horns. We only have two horns. Because the enthusiasm of previous guests means that not only have my horns broken, but my emergency horns are broken. So I only have a classic horn and an old school horn. So I will give these to the ladies of the panel. And I will I will I will I will make do with saying honk. Honk. So as always, I will say I'm Troy McClure, give the movies, you have to buzz in saying you're not Troy McClure, you are who you think it is. You only get one shot at each one. Alright, so I'll turn. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Hook, Ocean's Eleven, The Mexican. Um, you're not Troy McClure, you're Julia Roberts. That's one point to smash! Hong Kong, Hong Kong! Hong Kong, Hong Kong! Hong Kong, Hong Kong! Hong Kong, Hong Kong! Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Picture Perfect, Office Space, The Iron Giant, Along Came Polly. You're not Troy McClure, you're That's one point to Lena! Come on! Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Gossip, Nine, Kung Fu Panda 3, You, Me and Dupree, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. You're not Troy McClure, you're Kate Hudson. That's enough points, Alina. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Boomerang, The Flintstones, Bullworth. Die another day. Yes, Lena? You're not trying to go Halle Berry? That's when I'm pointing to Lena. Lena's won the round! Yeah, Halle Berry! Who are you playing for? Emma. Oh, Emma, Emma, Emma has once again won another prize in <laughs> this show. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. I own War Pig, so in Dolph Lindy. Do you? Do you? I have one more for fun. Do you want to do it for fun? Yeah. Yeah, do it for fun. fun. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as The Bride of Chucky, Killers, The Nut Job, The Big Wedding, The Ugly Truth, 27 Dresses, and Knocked Up. I can see her fucking face. Jennifer Tilly? It's not Jennifer Tilly. It's something something Tilly. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, do you, audience. You're good. Anybody? Is it Catherine Hegel? And the one point to the audience. <laughs> Tom, you did amazing in that last round. Thank you. I got <laughs> fuck off. Oh. He's got a poster on his face. All right. The next game we're playing tonight's a new game. You've broken off. Because he didn't have a horn. And we don't, and we don't need the horns for the next one. Always need the horn, Carl. Oh, God, change in the format. I, I, once I had the horn, I, it's very difficult to get rid of. Look out, everybody. Look out, I'll see you in the format. Okay, so. Lean. There's lots of videos, man. Oh, don't milk it, mate. Come on. It's not a fucking lottery. (laughs) And because this is an ordinary impartation game, I can play. Uh, Oh, oh, check it out. (laughs) Tom, who are you playing for? I am playing for Fight one, news. one news. Four, two. One, four, two. 
One, four, two, three. Hey! Oh, 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 the, the heckler. I'm playing for one. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, guys. guys. I'm playing for one, four, four. You're playing for Lords. You've got to win for Lords. I'm sorry. I will say I'm sorry now. Liam? One, four, one. Really one, four, one. Yay! I'm not and good under pressure. I'm playing for one, four, five. Oh. I'm playing for Charlie. Charlie! Could you... This new game is called One Up. Basically, I would like you to suggest any genre movie, a broader genre, and then we'll take it in terms um, naming a movie with one word in the title, then two words, then three <gasps> oh. words. You see? So, so for round one, say, for example, don't use sci-fi, but say for round one, I would go with, you know, June. It's one way out. Next one would be... So June. Oh, June. The counts. The counts. Right. We're in a genre, so we're naming yeah. a film. Genre. Yes, yeah. we are. This isn't so going to last very long, is it? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be enough for someone to win a prize, Steve. Hooray! <laughs> Charlie? Uh, horror. Horror. Okay. Sorry, just to interject. Do we have any lifelines or anything available? Not in this game, no lifelines. are only Good question. But so with the one word answers, the oh, wait a minute. Is the, the is included right. in the title. Okay. Any joining word as well? Yes. So we start with the one of the last game, number. which was Nina. Any horror movie that's a one word title. Packed. Packed. So just one word? Just one word. I may have to rush you for time. Alright, God, <laughs> give the girl a moment. I can't count. I'm, I'm, dyslexic. Dyslexic. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> um, a horror movie. Uh, I'm gonna go for Saw. Dracula. Halloween. Two words. <coughs> uh, Evil Dead. Yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Two words. Saw two. Oh, counts. We've <laughs> <laughs> got at least seven of them. <laughs> There's a lot of horror sequels in yeah. to think about it, but I'm going to go with It Lives, just to be a smart ass. I'm going to go with The Shining. <laughs> Tom. Three words. It's good to think of your next one while people... Yeah, I know, I was trying. <laughs> Don't give them clues, Carl, I'm at the end. <laughs> no, you're not, I'm at the end. No, I'm... Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You say the is allowed. The, the counts as a word, yes. Nightmare Words on count. <laughs> nightmare on Elm Street. It's four. No. L. Nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, that would be. Smash? Um, Insidious Chapter 3. Yes! Oh, 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 oh. Smart. Yeah. The. Oh, fuck. The. Really? No, I'm not out. Um, I'm not out. <laughs> <laughs> Jaws oh. chapter three. Shit. It's because I said the. Oh shit! Oh. Hey. A brief distraction! Don't want a kiss? The girl's alright. <laughs> oh, the vampire chronicles. There's not a movie just called The Vampire Chronicles. Surely there is. There's movies from The Vampire Chronicles series. Oh, I'm, I'm out then. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to go with Army of Darkness. So now we're going to... Is this a subtitle? Yeah. No, it's called Army of Darkness. It was never called Evil Dead Army of Darkness. It's a completely different thing because they didn't have the rights to Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. Next. Is it not Ash versus... Ash versus Evil Dead. 
army of darkness. Could we get a... Could we get a yeah, thing? Cause, no, because as far as I know, Evil Dead, and then it's the two dots, Army of Darkness, so as far as I just want to double check that one. Okay, just I've, just, I've just explained my answer, but fair enough. Ooh. Okay, well, uh, and, uh, well I'm, I'm sorry for challenging something I just like confirmation on. Go on, Smash, work the body, work the body! <laughs> How is it uncalled for when I'm just asking for someone is, to be Is somebody checking? Is somebody, is somebody Steve's checking? On Steve's, Steve's on the case. If Tom, you almost have please. Where's Stuart I, 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 I was going to go with The Texas Chainsaw. Oh, fuck. Uh, Army of Darkness is the title. Yeah. Okay, Thank you. Then I'll go first. Smart. I'll go Elm Street. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Wait a minute. If she got the answer wrong, surely she was out. She didn't, she didn't get it wrong. It was my one she was contesting. Oh, okay. Catch up, Tommy. Five. I'm out. Five. Five. Let the right one... Shield. Shield. Let the right one... Shield. Yes, well done, guys. This is getting great. Right. I can't count anymore. <laughs> More than five. I am riveted. That's only one word. No. Just trying to think of anything that's <laughs> two words or one word. Oh, God. I am out. Smash is the winner. Oh, yeah! Smash I did win, win so much! Fucking hell. That was, <laughs> that was way <laughs> too intense. And um, smash his prize bags. <laughs> come up! Come up! It's your birthday! You have to come up! I believe it was last fan standing originally. Yeah. So <coughs> cut the man some slack. But then Carl turned into man because that's all he believes in. <laughs> well, I believe One, four, that the children five. are Charlie, that's you, isn't it? Yeah. Charlie, could you choose the actor or actress we're playing with for last man standing, please? Something I would know. how you play this. It can't Tom? be a male actor oh. or a female actor. I was going to pause in a second. Okay. <coughs> You've played oh, the right Yeah, but I've been drunk since then. I've been drunk since then. Yeah, do that, Charlie. Charlie? Uh, <laughs> Halle Berry. Berry. Oh. Was already in the yeah. Troy McClure game, so I already know <coughs> seven of those movies. It's a bit oh. unfair. Yeah. Fair oh, enough. That means he doesn't want you to pick it. Morgan Freeman! We've yeah, done it before. We've done that before. Charlie, pick Poor Charlie. Charlie, uh, Tom, who are you playing for? Yeah. Oh, I'm playing for uh, 146. 146? Hello. Playing for Dan again? <laughs> Hello, you. Smash, you're playing for? 143. 143? You're playing for Rocket? I'm playing with your daughter. Uh... <laughs> 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 144. 144. Lars again? How did you get to know? All the blames go back in when you're It's her birthday. And 141. Yay! I'm playing for Sigmund. Alright, Charlie? I am uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor! Ooh, good one! 
Ewan McGregor. Why and we start off with the winner of the last game, which was Smash. Huh? Hi. Uh, <laughs> big Fish. Big Fish? Oh, okay. I did done a movie now. Uh, can somebody be on IMDb for me to double check? My Charlie? Yeah. Thank you, dude. He can't because he's, he's a lifeline. Oh, Tom. No, Charlie's not a lifeline. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Tom? You, McGregor, uh, I'll go with Attack of the Clones or Episode Ooh. 2 Attack of the Clones. Star Wars Episode Ooh. 2 Attack of the Clones. Thank you. So, not confuse it with Star Trek Episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2 Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh, stop, stop. <laughs> Attack of the Clones has always been a Star Trek film. Star Wars always. Episode 1 a fan- <laughs> The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Message. Yeah. Yeah. Down with Love. Down with Love, yep. Yeah. spotting. Um, I'm going to go with episode th- Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. You can even see that look through my glasses, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> there's one eye, there's one eye with... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Moulin Rouge. Oh, oh shit, son. <laughs> yeah. Stormbreaker. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Where is uh, oh, no. it's, yeah, Alex, no, it's Alex something yeah. or other? Yeah. Storebreaker. Yeah. We had that Train spotting two. <laughs> no. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Kevin's yeah. turned into James Brown. Wow! <laughs> 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 I feel good. <laughs> Tom. Oh, you McGregor. We've done all the Star Wars. We've done all the train spotting. Was he in other movies? He was in other movies. <laughs> funny enough. He, he appeared in other films. Impossible. Sorry. Was he in a Muppet Poss- movie by any chance? Just... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I, I didn't have to just think about the new ones. No. You <laughs> McGregor, I'm going to go... Oh, fuck no. That was a different Scottish person. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few of them. They all sound the Some same. Some of them broke, broke out, didn't they? Um, <laughs> You've been in some he has been in some things. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Oh, I know it's not him. Fuck it. I'm out. No, Last King of Scotland. I know he's not in it, but fuck it. No. Because <laughs> he's Scottish. That's James McAvoy. You could have gone with... Fuck... Oh, oh, Scottish people look the same. <laughs> oh, who's my lifeline? Can I use my lifeline? No, you could have used your lifeline, yeah. Well, then I'm going to use my lifeline. No, you've already answered. No, so... <laughs> <laughs> can I can I please no, use my lifeline? No! no. Okay. You wrote the rules! For fuck's sake! I'm sitting right what? here, Tom! Was Stormbreaker allowed even though it wasn't quite. Uh, <laughs> maybe I could use my lifeline? <laughs> maybe if we can bend the rules a little bit? I could. You're the one that's supposed to be. Yeah, no, I can try. Come on. It's gone, it's gone too far. Oh, okay, fine, it's gone on. It's uh, gone on. We moved mine's on. Mordecai. No! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's our lifeline, please. Lena, who, who's your lifeline? What's your name? Uh, no, it's my lifeline. There's no point doing it anymore. Any Ewan McGregor movie? Well, my thought could be Just by the way, Stormbreaker. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Well, <laughs> I think he possibly was in Shallow Grave. Possibly. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Shit. Coming out from the fucking left wing. Thank you. That's all Smash. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, Stormbreaker, can we question that one again? It's, already been, it's I know, already been confirmed. I was joking. Fake news. Okay, no um, news. <laughs> I would throw it out to my lifeline, but my lifeline's just going, I don't know. It's skilled. It's going to be skilled. Um, just... So, I will have to uh, go with. I, I, unfortunately, oh, my. Jeez, Rick. 
And now I'm gone. Sorry, darling. It's all right. Sigmund. Black one. <coughs> I am out as well, so Lena has won! <laughs> oh, shit. And that means yours is one, two, three, guys! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to yours! Happy birthday to Happy second birthday, by the way. I was at first. I was at we both. move on to plugs then, please. Tom, would you like to go first on plugs? We have the island as well. Right. Here, here comes the other side of them. <laughs> he was in the island with Vin Graham's and yeah. Wizard Fizz. Yes, mm-hmm. he's in the beast. He was in Beating the Beast. Yeah. Because, you know, we were talking about his, you know, French accent. Yeah. What is wrong with? I am French. Oh. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent? There were other ones as well that I'm now angry, so angry, twisted up inside that I can't. I remember them. Robots. Precious. Tom, you're my friend. Yes, in robots. The island. I said the island. We've been there, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Black Hawk. I was told. I was told to fix it. Anyway, anyway, as a member of the audience, as a member of the audience, to use a quote that I've heard on a popular podcast. Moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly, fucking on. I have nothing to plug other than this badass shirt. That's it. No worries. Smash. I have nothing to um, play the button. I am taking part in the London Burlesque Festival this year. Yes! I have She's four, brought her costume with her. I have four dates. Um, May 19th, 21st, 22nd and 27th. Uh, and then I'm going to be fucking off to Dubai uh, in fuck. June. So, For fuck y'all. I'm going to... I'm not going to get deported, I've told you. So you're going to get arrested? Yeah, yeah, Let's just say I'm <laughs> definitely not going to get stoned yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. On that same note, the ship in Croydon will be holding a leaving birthday do for Miss Smash Me Monroe on Yay! the 16th of June. With and also, I will be DJing this Thursday with that guy over there. Yay! That is um, the shit, Plastic Croydon. That's it, I'm done. Um, <laughs> next, the uh, main thing I got to plug, I got... Scotty! Scotty! I currently do uh, three podcasts with a fourth one on the way if we ever get a chance to do yeah. it. Oh, you've been going your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I do the pop culture pod with that sexual wank pheasant. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find the pop culture pod on Facebook. No, no, Wank pheasant. Yes, sexual okay. wank pheasant. <laughs> oh, fitting. Yeah. <laughs> you get it, right? Yeah. yeah. We all get it. I'm a wank pheasant. If you were a bird, once again, you would be you like a pop culture pod. I also do the Greek god at hotmail.com. I also do hashtag wank pheasant. I also do the Green Monocle podcast, which is celebrating its one year anniversary. The two year anniversary this week. Yay! And obviously, yeah. the next off the rails will be the second week in June. 
which will be the looking back at the first half of 2017 show. Yeah, mid-year review show. Mid-year review show. Has this year been what it's lived up to be? So far, what we've talked about. Oh, God, no. I'd just like to thank everybody for coming. Once again, let's wish a happy birthday. We don't need to do it. We do it. I'd like to thank my co-host Tom Senek. Thank you, everyone. Round of applause for our awesome guests. His dick looked like a brick of scarf. The most fabulous scarf. Oh, it's alright. Round of applause for our awesome guests. Yay! That has been Off The Reels, I've been Carl Rowling, we'll catch you next month! Yeah. Yeah.